Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello and welcome to our May listener episode. It's only one month away from our birthday month and I know you all are gearing up for a special birthday extravaganza that you're all planning for us. Isn't yeah. that right? <laughs> yeah, big fat party. One for me, one for Christine, and then one afterwards on the 5th so we can have a collective And then a big birthday. combo party, yes. And I, we're we're expecting something grand from you all. It's my 30th, by the way, Amethy. So, you know, it's a big one. The big 3 I forgot that you I know turning... you forgot, but I'm telling you now. Ooh, that was... <laughs> I'm old. Ooh, I didn't like that. That's okay. At least it's not me. Next year, I'm, there's going to be tears. There's going to be tears. Well, and... I'm very glad that I, my COVID... Because a lot of my friends had their COVID birthday be their 30th, and I felt kind of bad because they were home alone. Okay. So at least my 29th was, you know, in the COVID pandemic. And now 30, at least I'll be able to, like, go leave the house, you know, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Although it is, it is wild, like, one day if my kids are like... What, what did you do when you were 28? I'd be like, literally, the, my, all of being 28, I was inside. <laughs> Honestly, they'll never ask because that's all they'll hear about from us. Like, they're never going to ask what we did in 2020. Like, they're going to know because it's all we're going to complain about. The last time my mom saw me was like for my 27th birthday. <laughs> oh, my like, God. So she's uh, she's been properly screaming at me to like go visit as soon as I'm all vaccinated which hasn't happened yet so also I do want to before I forget sorry to disrupt the fact that it's our birthday and we're about to not stop screaming about it so mm-hmm. appreciate this moment okay. but if you are listening to this on the day this comes out may 1st there are still five days left yes. to vote for us in the webbies so please go do that this is like such a big deal and I am I'm itching to see uh if we get if we win so yeah, it would be it would be splendid. So if you have a minute, go to bit.ly slash vote. It's really easy. Um, and then you just have to confirm your email afterward and the vote is in. So we really appreciate if you could uh, help. I appreciate if you keep us at 69%, which we've been steady. <laughs> I think our listeners have like caught on that that's the new plan. And uh, we've been steady at 69 for a while now. So I appreciate I think, that. I think everyone's getting like their significant others to vote just to keep us at that number. You just got to keep <laughs> us even, please. That's all I ask for. So yeah, but I mean, Eva, so last month we did our Terry Carnation episode. The month before was like Mothman, like slam poetry centric. Mm-hmm. So this, it feels like we, forever since we've done one of these, and Eva said she's haunted now because the stories she picked were just, you know, she just picked like the best one she could find, and they were all yeah. apparently creepy stuff, so. 
I guess after not having to read scary stories for two months, they really uh, you get confident all of a sudden. Yeah, so I feel like to... you'd start having night terrors or something. You're not used to it anymore. So uh, according to Eva, uh, who's a ringing endorsement for how scary these are. Because she has to, to read them, them at night alone in her house. Yeah. Uh, she said she feels haunted now, if that's any indication of how yeah, this is going to yeah. go. She said she's haunted. Um, and she said anyone can start. And I think for uh, posterity's sake, you should begin. Since Aww. you usually do. Okay. Keep that's... it, you know, back to our roots. I, I appreciate, I love a good root. So I love when I'm your shadow. It makes life easier on me. The pressure's off, you know. Okay, yeah. Look, be my shadow. I'm Peter Pan. You're, we're gonna. I'm gonna stitch our little toes together. You're trying later. to lose me. Oh wait, am I trying to lose you? I forget how Peter Pan. I think goes. we lost each other, and then we were rekindled. Oh no, the yeah, the shadow's trying to get away from me. Oh, that sounds about right. Okay, I'll see you later. Checks out. Okay, so this is from. Uh, this is from Leah, who goes, but who's a she/her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And the subject line is the story of me being haunted for most of my life. Cute, Great. excellent. <laughs> this says, "Hey there, Christine M and friends. I've been lo- I, I've been loving your show. <laughs> I, I've been loving your show for a while now, and uh, it for sure gave me life since the pandemic started. Wow. I've been wanting to write in for a while, but honestly, I really didn't know where to start about my whole experience with ghosts. So mm. I'll be sharing my ghost attachment from childhood into adulthood. Yikes. Ugh. So sorry in advance. This is a long one, but I want to make sure I don't miss anything. When I was a young child, I would hear voices in other rooms. My mom worked from home a lot, and yes, sometimes she would be on the phone in the other room. However, there's a difference from a phone conversation and a whole group of people laughing and carrying on. Not nowadays, because we're on Zoom most of the time, but back then, yes. (laughs) That, you know, excellent point. From now on, when I think there's a party in the other room, it could just be a Zoom party without me. Allison's in a meeting. Yeah, it's all, (laughs) don't worry about it. But that, back then, that was not really a thing, so. Can confirm. Yikes. My parents would blame it on neighbors possibly talking or a radio outside, and they blamed it on my imagination. Can you imagine blaming actual noise on your imagination? Also, like, the radio. It's also it's both <laughs> your imagination and the radio working in tandem. Right. It's just you <laughs> thinking really hard until the radio just blurted on. Well, thinking back at it now, it doesn't seem that way. When I was in the fifth grade, our house was struck by lightning and burnt to the ground. Oh, wow. God. Wow, that took a turn. That's when it became more active. I believe whatever was in our home followed us. We stayed in a condo while our house was rebuilt and things started to be more Wait, apparent. this happened to me. Come again? This is like the same story. When I was in, I think it was eighth grade, though, our house burned down because it got struck by lightning and it was super haunted and we had to live in a condo for a while and that condo was haunted AF and I was pretty sure whatever ghost, Mr. Uh, what's his name again? I haven't talked about him a long time at my dad's house. Um, Mr. Chatfield like followed mm. us to the condo. So this is very familiar to me. Anyway, four years of a friendship. I never knew your condo, your house burned down by lightning. That sounds like, oh, something I we didn't I feel like it's something about. I talk about a lot. So I try to shut up about it. Cause I feel like it's kind of all I talk about, but um, that's like, okay. Seconds ago, before we started recording, Christine was like, I didn't know you like outlet malls. And I was like, I no, I didn't say that. I said, I didn't know you like spending a whole day shopping. That's what I said. I oh, like outlet okay, malls. Of fair. course I can, I can, f- I, I know that that is something that you would appreciate. But fun fact, I love a good shopping spree. I right. love a good shopping spree. If any of my friends were like, hey, I need to like go get some pants, I'd be well, like, what the hell? It's, we it's never went shopping become... together. 
I don't know. I think maybe because it's because we were broke as hell. <laughs> that, that might be it. But also, I I feel the same way that you feel about your lightning house story, where I'm like, I never shut up about it to most people. So I guess with you, I just tried to keep it quiet. Or maybe we just thought we uh, assumed the other knew it already. You know, I feel like that happens a lot. Where I'm like, oh, well, you knew that, so I never told you. But I guess <laughs> you knew my house got caught by lightning. Um, it was actually pretty wild because I was I was I thought I've told the story, but how did you get out of the house? How did so you- it was like really wild i swear to god it was like some sort of divine intervention so i wasn't so every week i had to spend two nights a week with my dad like spend the night two weeks a night or two nights a week and um i was never allowed to like go do stuff that day because it was like my dad's day and uh i just like begged him to let me go to renee's house and i begged my stepmom and they were like absolutely not like literally had never let me go stay somewhere but i was for whatever reason i was like you don't understand i need to not be here tonight and i pitched such a fit like i don't know it wasn't something that i had ever done before but i pitched such a fit that finally they gave up and they were like whatever and they were so pissed at me and like basically kicked me out we're like fine go to renee's house see if we care so i went to renee's house and i was like oh my god they're gonna kill me tomorrow but whatever and then the next morning my stepmom was like i'm picking you up at 8 a.m on a saturday as like punishment i guess and so i was like so i you know, the next morning I woke up at like 11 a.m. and I was like, oh, my God, they forgot to pick me up. This oh, is amazing. Like We can eat me. cereal and like I don't have to go like sit and get yelled at by my dad. So I was like so happy. And then a few hours later, I was like, OK, now I'm actually like think they left me. And finally, my stepmom calls and she's there's like all this ruckus. And she's like, did you hear? And I was like, hear what? She's like, we had a huge fire last night. And I was like, what? And uh, it turns out my room had completely burned, like, to the ground. And <laughs> firefighters came and, like, talked to us. Um, and to, I don't know, fire safety. I don't know what. But they came and talked to me. And they were like, yeah, you would have died of smoke inhalation within, like, minutes. And I was like, oh, cool, 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 Whoa. cool, cool. Um, and the whole second story of our house just burned to a crisp. So I just happened to be out of there that day, thank God. So my, my room was bye-bye. And we lived in a condo for a while. Jeez. Anyway. <laughs> Whoa. It was pretty wild. Um, it was pretty. It was, it was the only night ever in my life that my dad and stepmom let me stay somewhere else. So, taught, Holy taught a crap. lesson, maybe. Oh my god. Um, okay. Well. Anyway, sorry to like totally derail Leah, but uh, we I just, just had two listener stories in one. I guess <laughs> <laughs> it just we have a similar experience in that regard, and I always felt bad that Mr. Chatfield because my bedroom was the room he died in, and I was like, oh god, he probably didn't like that. It- burned down <laughs> if anything like, i would say that he sensed something was going to happen in his room and he got oh, you out maybe. of there he was he's a he, very he nice ghost you. yeah he he's a very you. gentle ghost maybe that's true he found my retainer that one time look he's really looking out for you and ever if he were still around today he'd be helping you find your social security card on the ground in a bar <laughs> maybe that's what he did maybe he sent you my guardian angel to go pick it up off the sticky floor i'm just the live walking mr chatfield to pick up all the things you drop <laughs> out of your purse in public <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. 
Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. I am so thrilled that we are working with Fast Growing Trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure you know it'll work in your garden. Um, they have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac and so I I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Okay, let's try this again with Leah. <laughs> So Leah was saying that there's a, her parents used to blame a lot of noises all over the house for, you know, one thing or another, but never ghosts. And then when she was, uh, and then she realized that things started getting worse and they moved to their condo after their house caught on fire, a la Christine. Um, okay. When we, we stayed in a condo for a while when our house was being rebuilt and things started to feel more apparent, I would be in front of a mirror getting ready for school and I would see a dark figure out the corner of my eye constantly. One day when I was home alone, I saw a dark figure sprint down the hall. Uh-uh. Absolutely. Sprint? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Uh, that means it can absolutely catch up to me because I'm not going to sprint. So, no one else is um, sprinting in this house. After things started escalating to see, uh, after things started escalating to seeing figures, I yelled out for whatever it was to leave me alone. I guess it worked for the time being because nothing happened for a while until we moved back to our old house. One night I was falling asleep and I felt a presence next to me. I opened my eyes and I saw a large hand of a man right over my face. Okay. That's Immediately great. I screamed and my large folding fan wall piece flew off the wall about five feet to my left, <gasps> hitting my desk. <gasps> oh no. My dad blamed it on being my own on it being my own hand, despite <laughs> Despite... That's such a da- Are you sure you weren't holding your own hand over your face? Like, oh my Dad. god. Despite me telling him it was a band's hand. Like, okay, sure, but how do you explain something nailed to a wall being flung across the room? Can you imagine? Uh, that is some shit I would do, though. Wake up and be like, there's a hand! And blaze it you're literally holding your hand to <laughs> To be fair, I have I have freaked myself out with my own hand before because sometimes I sleep like this, like, what Oh, yeah, me? then you wake up with it. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, ah! Um, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe dad was right um, in some regard. Not for you, Leah, but for us. <laughs> my dad would have been correct. Yeah. Right. Well, that's when my worst nightmares started happening. Oh. Okay. Yikes. I think one of the scariest times I was dead ass asleep and I dreamed something had come into my room. In the dream, this dark figure with no face came over and turned my lamp on. And I was, that means he knows 
technology. I don't like that he has like an <laughs> well, awareness. Technology of lamps. Yeah, the, well, the really advanced the, technology. They, they know how something works. Usually I like to think that they just kind of are floating there and unaware of things. But if mm. something's going to walk over and turn on your lamp, it's like it has intentions. It has intentions. Yes, that's fr- frightening. Uh, okay, so I was dead ass asleep. I dreamed something came into my room. In my dream, this dark figure with no face came over and turned my lamp on and was looking at me and made me get up and look in the mirror with it behind me. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> that is intentional if I've ever heard it. When I tried to wake myself up, I realized I had sleep paralysis. Ugh. Fuck. This always has happened since I was a child, and I was trying to get out of it. When I finally woke up, I realized that my lamp had been turned on beside my bed, and I yep. nearly wet myself. Yeah. This is when I learned when you tell other people your experiences, they think you're nutso. So I kept this between my best friend and myself. I threw out the rest of my time growing up in that house. All through the, all throughout the rest of the, the time. I was like, I would house. throw out the rest of my time there too. <laughs> Toss it in the trash. <laughs> All throughout the rest of my time growing up in that house, I was constantly afraid of doing my makeup and mirrors because I was afraid of whatever it was. Um, Fast forward to when I graduated and moved out. I moved into my new apartment, and that's when I was able to see a full-grown man instead of a dark body apparition. Ah! He was tall and angry and had a large top hat. Oh, it's a hat man. It's always a hat man. It's a hat man. His new hobbies included banging our cabinets open and shut when I was trying to sleep and waiting at the end of the staircase when I started climbing the stairs to my room. (gasps) Why would you do such a thing? Can you imagine like you're hanging out in your living room and you keep wanting to go upstairs to go to bed, but the creepy hat man is waiting at the bottom of the steps to like, so you have to pass it to go to your room. Is he waiting at the top or the bottom? He's waiting at the bottom. Oh, 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 oh. That's bad. Uh, the uh also is your window open my window no yeah why is why? your curtain moving oh because the vent is diagonal Don't oh my worry. god i was Don't like worry. there's movement in the background <laughs> no it's it exactly hits where the fan is blowing it's like weirdly started suddenly swaying oh god before okay. i before i learned like how like this apartment works and i was learning all the sounds and stuff i would see that thing move all the time and <laughs> piss my pants it's not good uh let me double check that i said that right too his new hobbies include banging our cabinets and waiting at the end of the staircase when i started climbing the stairs to my room but i think that she means like at the end like at the top like waiting for you to cl- which is even worse because halfway up you're kind of like oh my god i have to either turn now you're around on stairs and you have now to you're- run <laughs> and this Ugh. thing sprints you're in trouble <laughs> <laughs> um I moved on with it and tried to put it out of my mind and block it for a while until my roommates had one of our family meetings. There were four of us living there at the time, and they brought up the fact that weird things had been happening to them. One Mm. particular roommate said he didn't believe in ghosts, but told me he'd been seeing a black figure in his mirror and hearing noises and footsteps downstairs at night when we either weren't home or upstairs in bed. The other two said that they had been noticing the weird mirror thing as well, but (sighs) not but had not seen an apparition. Just felt like someone was staring at them while they were getting ready, typically in the hallway. Thanks. This was when I was like, oh damn, this is very much real. <laughs> and I <laughs> and I brought and I brought this ghost with me from my childhood home. One day I was ta- think of like the vacation your parents had though, of like Oh yeah. Why are we sleeping like, so well nowadays? Least. Yeah. One day I was talking with some co-workers about my haunted apartment and one of them said he could help. Uh, everyone thought this guy at work was a bit odd because he bragged about collecting ghosts and was practicing being a medium. Zach? Collecting them? Collecting yeah, Zach. ghosts. That's very Zach. 
Um, but honestly, I was like, whatever helps the situation, I'm all in. So when he came over that week, the first thing out of his mouth was, oh, my God, I definitely feel a presence here and is very unhappy. Oh, my he God. Brought... How much do you want for this ghost? I'm <laughs> adding it to my collection. <laughs> I got to have him. I choose you. Uh, he brought me a candle and some sort of broom with him and made me sit with him in my room where the ghost man uh, mainly messed with me. He told me to hold a picture of it in my head and close my eyes as he lit the candle. He went around the house in a sweeping motion and covered every inch of the house and returned back to me. He told me that what that candle finished burning would go with him and leave us alone. I realized almost immediately after the candle was completely burnt out later that day that I almost felt lighter as a person. I waited a week or so and talked with my roommates and they all agreed that nothing strange had happened since he'd come over and done that ritual. I'm forever grateful that for that awesome thing he did for us and it really means the world that I haven't had to deal with that negative presence since then. Again, sorry this was so long, but I wanted to share the full story. Thank you. and That's why I drink. Well, that's why I drink as well. Holy cannoli. Hmm. Hat man stuff f- freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not about that. No, me neither. It reminds me also when, like, she had that dream where the lamp turned on and then she woke up and the lamp was really on. Deirdre used to have dreams like that where she had some sort of sleep paralysis and she thought she was either she was having sleep paralysis and her eyes were open and she was seeing all this or she was like dreaming. She was seeing what was actually going on while she was unconscious and she would feel something really evil in her room and see her own, like, doorknob rattling and then it would, like, bust open and she would feel someone walk in and stare at her while she was sleeping and when she'd wake up the door was open yeah i don't like that at all because it's almost like see you thought it was a dream but you thought you were safe it's like a horror movie anyway thank you leah and also sorry leah and also no thank you all right (laughs) all right this next one uh is from jazzwill that's a nice name that's a super cool name jaswell grace who's a she her pronouns thank you um so let's see this is called perhaps dark entities can be inherited that's not good news good night not that that's not good news i just discovered your podcast and i really really love to contribute one of the many stories i have experienced It has been a wonder why I have experienced a lot of the things a normal person shouldn't experience. I either have a very imaginative mind to experience these occurrences, or perhaps this is an innate gift inherited from my mother's genes. Is that possible? Maybe. Let me tell you of a story of a creature I've encountered. This encounter started when I was a kid. I remembered I was eight when I finally moved into my own room from my parents' bedroom. As a kid, I finally felt the sense of independence and took pride to prove that I'm finally mature. But this is where I met the monster that has haunted me for many years. It was perhaps my first week in my own room when I first realized that perhaps I'm not alone. In the darkness, I saw a dark, hairy figure staring at me. It has been like this for several nights. I am unable to sleep. Sometimes I see him peering outside the window. On bad days, I can see him at the edge of my bed, just standing there staring and waiting. But as I grew older, I see this dark figure less and less. But at that time, I could actually sense an ominous feeling prior to actually seeing the figure. The feeling was like all air was gone and I could feel heaviness in my body and boom, the bastard is there. You can say I can preempt it. Ew. Ooh, like it was almost like that alien thing you're terrified of. If you're thinking about it, it'll show up. Yes. Oh, ew. And I like how on bad days it would come inside just to make matters really just fucking bad. Just to stand like, really close to the bed. <laughs> it's like, I'll look at your window on good days, but when you're really, when you're not feeling it, I'm going to be up on your bed. So I think what she ready. meant was like when it was extra bad, it was actually that close. Like, I think she oh, meant it, it was, was bad, bad. Be- not, because not it was bad because the day was bad. 
but it could be either way like oh you got an, you got a d in, in english well guess what i'm gonna do to make it worse i, I guess in theory it was like which came first because if it's on your bed you are gonna have a worse day i think that's kind of so. what she meant but i mean either way i think it would work and makes total sense Either way. Um, on a bad day, it would stand next to my bed. <laughs> I thought it could, like, sense, like, uh-oh, Maybe it's it could. Monday, the Monday blues. <laughs> <laughs> Not another God. Monday. Just a case of the Mondays, I'll pop up on your pillow. <laughs> Just a ha- your hairy friend is here. <laughs> oh, man. Years passed, and I'm already a college student. One day, my mom, out of the blue, tells me and my sister her stories from when she was a teenager. She told me of her wild adventures and, of course, some ghost stories. It was then that she told us that when she was young, she was haunted by this dark figure she met when she went to my grandpa's farm in the province. Mm. The quack doctor, Albulario, as we call it here in the Philippines, Albulario, I hope I'm saying that right, said Mm. that a capre has attached itself to my mom. There were rituals done to protect her from the creature, and for some time she was not able to see this figure. The figure she described was the same figure I had met when I was eight years old. Uh-oh. The creepy part was I asked when was the last time she saw the figure. Her reply, the last time I saw the figure was at the edge of my hospital bed when I got Ooh. out from the surgery. She had had a C-section operation when Shut I gave up. birth to you. Ew, first ah! of all, it watched your birth and then it attached to you like the it's next a, generation. This is a bad day because you're having a surgery and I'm going to stand directly <laughs> over your bed. <laughs> you're in labor. That's like a real rough day. Like, I know I'm you're for having sure going to be there. <laughs> RSVP, <it>. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's a horrifying. The last time I saw it was at the. First of all, that's the worst place to see it, as you kind of said. Already, uh-huh. But yeah. uh, so then the last time you ever see it is at. The second your child comes onto the earth. Oh, no. The last oh, time no. the last time you saw it was the first time it saw your kid and said, I've moved on to better things. I wonder if Yikes. the newborn saw it, like, saw it at the edge of the bed. Imagine like, how... are you my mommy? <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Dr. Seuss book, Are You My Mother? And yes. just, like, looking at, like, a bulldozer and a dog and everything. And now also, like, this weird cop ray movie. <laughs> are you my mother? Oh, no. Um, so she says, creepy, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. After my mom told her story, my sister came to me and confessed that she too had had similar experiences with what my mom had experienced. My mom's stories and my sister's confession proved that I was not a crazy kid turned adult. P.S. In the Philippines, there are multiple accounts of women experiencing these creatures getting attached to them <gasps> to the point they are sexually assaulted. Oh, my God. Oh, no. But I've never heard an account in which this creature is passed on to another generation. Ugh, I have a goose cam. I hate that. <sighs> hope you like my story i've told these a hundred times and hope i can hear this on your podcast i'm team milkshake M should try the ube slash taro or avocado milkshake it's the bomb i'll try taro. ube but i'm not trying um avocado that i've had an avocado smoothie and that was already pretty gross i don't want to <laughs> you wouldn't i don't think you'd like ube either then um, oh really why i don't Are know the same consistency it's just a similar kind of different like it's a different hmm. i don't know i I love. I lived in Koreatown, so that's kind of. I ate ube ice cream all the time, but I just in my head, it's not something you'd be super into. But maybe it is. Maybe I'm. I I'll, didn't know I'll, you like outlet malls. Maybe you <laughs> love ube. I don't know. It, I'm just like a basic bitch at the end of the day. I just want to go to the outlets and shop and have some ube. So I'm, just, do you mind? I'm like, I want like every topping ever, and you're like, I just want a vanilla milkshake. Can you like not make it complicated? <laughs> I. I, feel like- I- I'll tr- I'll try it, but here's the thing: the way I like to try things is usually I hope other people order it and I take a bite. So you I to don't taste have to commit it and make a thing. face, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do like taro. I had a taro uh, uh, bubble tea the other day. One of the best things I've ever 
drink drunk drunk what in is, my life oh what is so what is taro good. um it's i think it's a root uh let me google it to make sure yes it's a starchy root vegetable listen huh. i don't know why it's so good but it was so speaking good. of starchy roots i recently fell in love with hekuma like oh really like to an I'm, like to a point where like i think allison's were i'm eating like a jicama a day like i oh my god how do you eat it like what how do you make it how do you prepare it so i've been having fun with it so um <laughs> so, i'm so glad you asked <laughs> it's so fun so cute so okay so um well i usually i'm just just doing it because i like fell in love with it on like like fruit tr- fruit carts out here mm-hmm. and they always have it and I usually usually for a fruit cart, I would just get like watermelon and mango or like pineapple and that's it. I don't get like the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. But then one of them threw in jicama one day and I was like, oh, this is something I can fuck with. <laughs> and I hadn't had it since my ISS days because Renee used to eat jicama all the time. Uh. And, and so I remember eating it then being like, this is really good. But then I forgot what it was called and I never touched it again. And then I saw it and then I saw it on the fruit carts and I was like, okay, this is going to be my new thing. So I have now been getting a lot of jicama sense of our apartment and Look I've been you. doing it's like very healthy. I think. It's very good. The way that Renee used to describe it to me was um, if you like the feeling of raw potato in your mouth, but it tastes like a sugar snap pea, you'll like jicama. And uh-huh, like, yeah, actually, that's a, so excellent, Renee. What a it's comparison. Perfect. It's perfect. And so, um, so I've been cutting them up like French fry size because that's like what I saw in the fruit cart. But I recently peeled one and then just like ate it like a wow. Like a you're ball. really into it, huh? <laughs> I just wanted to see <laughs> what it would be like, and it was beyond excellent. So. Are you one of those weird people that eats a tomato like an apple? Yeah, of course. Oh, I thought so. Yeah, I can't deal with that. It that was my. Me out. That was actually like just eating like a raw tomato was my go-to snack all through school. Like, I mean, I love to like I will slice up an entire tomato, and put salt on it, and eat it. But I can't fathom eating it like why as an apple. It's less I waste. don't know because I've <laughs> never. I mean, I cut up the whole to- like I eat the whole tomato, but I just the thought of biting into it something is so weird. Like I've never. It's, oh, it's like when so people good. eat a kiwi without peeling it, and I'm like. You eat the furry part? Like, that's, I don't get that's it. That's trash. That's trash. But there's no, no, that's how most countries do it. Like, we're the weirdos, apparently. Whatever. I'm happy to be a weirdo in that case. But, like, <laughs> uh, but no, with a, I mean, the only difference is, like, the shape you're eating it in. I know. Like, logically, I know that doesn't make <laughs> sense. It's just, like, mentally, it's there's a block there for me. I just, I don't know. But I love tomato. Tomato with salt is my jam. Anyway, this is so not what anybody came here for. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Guess what okay. fruit and vegetable I like to eat? Oh my god, I'm <laughs> so, so boring. I'm no. so sorry, everyone. Okay, it's not you. It's Here, me. it's I just talked about hickama like it was no one's business. <laughs> um, so here we go. Uh, this is from Sharon. Uh, and Sharon uses well, we don't know Sharon's pronouns. Uh oh. Uh, they it says let's call me Sharon, so I'm thinking this is also let's anonymous. Call me Sharon. I'm thinking they're anonymous. So, and it also it's, it starts with just hello lemon. Okay, this is this is a a chap I can get behind. <laughs> I think actually since it's anonymous, I'm pretty sure this is lemon. <laughs> I'm pretty just... sure lemon didn't know how to create a, a fake pseudonym and was just like <laughs> this is me Sharon. <laughs> Okay, hi Sharon. So says hello Lemon. I'm a night shift patrol officer for a scientific company. I don't want to disclose any personal information because I could get fired for releasing it. 
Oh, okay. One night I was doing surveillance around the grounds and I see a hovering ball of light that came out of nowhere. I watched in awe, unblinking. It took my breath away. I'm going to assume you're at Area 51. I know that's probably not true, but I'm just, for my own imagination, (laughs) I want this to be Area 51. We're building out a world for you, Sharon. (laughs) (laughs) It was a dull yellow light hovering four feet off the ground above a road. Uh, The light starts to expand to about three feet. As I came out of my trance of surprise, I took my night vision binoculars and looked closer at it. The dull yellow light turned into a three-dimensional tunnel (gasps) hovering above the ground, and I could see a light shining through from within the opening. Wormhole, wormhole. That's a wormhole. You just did that episode. (sighs) God damn it. It's all the synchronicities really freak me out. It is, really. Uh, I could see a light shining through from within the opening, so there was another end. Yeah. On the other side of the opening was the normal background, and I could see what was supposed to be behind this floating tunnel. Slowly, a humanoid-looking creature crept out on its <gasps> on its elbows <laughs> from the tunnel. Good night and goodbye, cruel world. I am exiting this mortal plane. I'm not interested in being here anymore. Goodbye. If you were exiting the mortal uh, world, I have a suggestion. You could take the tunnel up. Crawling out on my elbow. Via via elbow. I'm crawling off this mortal coil on my elbows. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Goodbye. A large, around eight foot tall black creature. No, no, no. no. A head, no neck, a torso, arms, and legs. And obviously elbows. We can't forget the elbows. Obviously (laughs) Just elbows. No other joints. Just two elbows. The creature grabbed the edges of the tunnel and pulled ah. itself through. Uh, 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 uh. It stepped onto the ground, stood up, and ran into the dark night. After the, it. after the creatures disappeared, the tunnel got smaller and smaller, collapsing in on itself, and then faded away. I stood there for at least five minutes after the portal had disappeared, trying to comprehend what just happened. I haven't seen this creature since. Whoa. Okay. Sharon, this is like when a spider gets loose in your room and you don't see it anymore and you're like, now it's going to like be here somewhere near me. That's what I would feel like if I never saw the creature exit the mortal coil. Uh-huh. I'd be like, oh no, those elbows I, are coming be, for me. I, be, I sure would like to see you enter that tunnel again. I sure would like to do you open mind? that back up. Do, do you mind? Do you mind oh, And also, I have to believe it out of originality. Like, no one no one shoots for the, the elbow storyline, you That's know? That's creepy, and, dude. Also, I wouldn't. I've never thought because you think like a UFO, like a beam of light or something, but you don't ever think of like like an inflatable tunnel just popping out and people can grab the edges of it, like to Ugh. sense that there's like an awareness of this cavity you're in and you can climb out. You can climb in and out. I mean, that really Ugh. does go with your wormhole. I was gonna say your theory about wormholes, as if like you are now. I Stephen am Stephen Hawking, Hawking. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Uh, yes. The uh, the wormhole point of like uh, parallel dimensions or how cryptids might be able to enter and exit. It's terrible. Ugh. Or aliens. I mean, it's all terrible. It's all terrible. If every single story about aliens is true, for like more more or less, like if the general understanding of like oh beam of light or this tunnel theory or. Um, crash landing. If all of them are true, I don't like how many options there are no. for these and aliens. And also, how many options world. we don't have. Like, we don't have access to any of those options, and they do. I, there's no way to defend yourself. And how many options might be invisible that we don't even know exist. Like, these are just a handful of the ones we get to witness we sometimes. We glimpsed. Right. Ugh. Okay. Anyway, thank Sharon, you, Sharon. what the hell? 
It's also creepy that it was at a scientific facility. Like, who knows what scientific facility they were or what they were working on or... I, She's probably like cat food. It wasn't interesting, but you never know. Maybe it was something really it was crazy. Purina, actually. It was, <laughs> no, that's actually uh, Cincinnati uh, PNG. Oh. So that's I think Purina. So I would think the only places I can think of that are for sure scientific facilities are Area Fifty One or uh, like the Pasadena place. Ah, uh-huh, yes, yes, yes. I forget what it's called, but it's in Pasadena, and it's where allegedly uh, Project Pegasus happened with all the time travel. <gasps> creepy yeah i feel like those are like those scientific areas are ripe for uh creepiness to happen at the edges like very stranger things-esque anyway yikes all right well thanks sharon for that um okay let's see also i could if i'm wrong about the cat food don't yell at me i don't know i don't know (laughs) i'm not a scientist or it was it was actually just rabbit food so it might have been something completely different okay let's you know when you've got the holidays the new year and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind especially if you run a small business it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things but stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies for 25 years now stamps.com has been indispensable for over one million businesses whether they're mailing out checks invoices legal documents books podcast branded koozies maybe that's just us or anything else get access to the usps and ups mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime day or night no lines no traffic no waiting and with rates you can't find anywhere else like up to get this 89 percent off usps and ups how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code drink for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code drink it feels very fitting that juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy we're happy but because we're not mind readers we don't always know when they're unwell and in my experience cats are not the most you know open when it comes to sharing their woes and there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. E, this is from, oy vey, this is from Megan. Oh, is it from Neagin? 
Yeah, it's oh, a me Megan. God damn it. Um, okay. But Megan says, sorry. So, okay. I mean, at least she's self-aware. She's a, Megan, a Megan with awareness. Thank you. This is the, the first step to recovery is to, <laughs> <laughs> to acknowledge your existence. Okay. This is from Megan. Megan. It says, hello, spooky gang. I'd list everyone's names and titles, but it's 5.50 a.m. And I'm not quite together enough to remember all that right now. 5.50? What are you doing? First of all, if you're up at 5.50, that means you have somewhere to be, which means aren't you late? Like, you shouldn't have to write. You (laughs) don't have time to write this. Or it's an empathy move, and she just stayed up that late, which is also entirely possible. That's fair. Or you woke up early just to write this, which I'll also No, that doesn't make any sense. I have a feeling it's like staying up late because... Fingers crossed. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. That would be more our brand. All right. Longtime listener here. I found you after you'd published four episodes. <gasps> oh, so you were, you, you're oh. allowed, you're grandfathered in, Megan, because we yelled at Megan's after that point. So you uh-huh. didn't even, we kind of bullied you after you'd already been part of the circle. Uh-huh, yep. Oops, for that, I apologize. <laughs> I just had the creepiest experience and had to share with you all right away because you're the only group of people who will understand how spooky this is. I live in Colorado, and I just fled my abusive marriage of almost 11 years. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Congratulations. Good job. We're very proud of you. Very proud. I'm living alone for the first time in my life and renting a little guest house from a nice older lady that my dad knows. That's precious. My ex has been volatile, and while not exactly directly threatening, made concerning enough comments that I've taken precautions to ensure he doesn't know my new address. Mm. I even have my mail forwarding to my parents' house for now, so the address doesn't show up on my divorce documents. Only a handful of close friends and family and my company management even know I'm renting my own place. It's been a month to the day yesterday since I moved in. It's in a quiet, mountainy part of town. The guest house is a bit down the drive from the main house and fairly far from the street, so I almost never see anyone or get much traffic at all outside the Amazon delivery person. who at least at my house arrives every day. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> for me personally, it's Christine talking. That's my most frequent visitor. Uh, or my landlo- landlord walking her dog. The house is older, built in the 60s, and my landlord's dad built it, so there's a lot of family history here. She grew up here and her kids grew up here. Her husband passed away last summer, so her kids and she are glad to have someone younger close by in case she needs help with anything. It was a win-win situation for me to move in, and it's been amazing so far. Anyways, last night it snowed about an inch. Okay, maybe this is why she's up at 6 a.m. We'll see. Uh huh. <laughs> <Could laughs> the be story it. starts last night. Last night it snowed about an inch. Yes, it's late April. Sister, I'm with you. It's fucking terrible. And my three cats and I were snuggled into bed soundly by 10. This morning around 5.30. Okay, here we man, are. Man, we that... need to just shut our mouths, man, and just let people talk. Look, you and Reddit have said it all. We do really need to just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Everybody's like, just stop talking. <sighs> oh, my God. This morning around 5.30, I woke up and heard my front door lock unlatch. Goodbye. It's a push-button lock. That's not good. Not common for residential places but i digress i heard it unspring which is a very distinct sound as you know so i'm picturing like the ones in like bathrooms where you push the button in i'm thinking so, so too it's not a very strong lock i would no. think for an outdoor door i woke up in her and she relaxed push button lock not coming i heard it unspring which is a very distinct sound as you know two of my cats jumped off the bed and i fully woke up to hear what sounded exactly like wet boots walking <gasps> around on the linoleum oh, oh my, my god. god the entire house has linoleum flooring pausing then walking around again my other old cat was still sitting next to me but in a crouch and staring out my bedroom door which faces the front door 
Oh my god. My god. I didn't see anything and normally my two younger cats hide under the bed when someone else comes over, but they were just sitting at the bedroom door staring into the living room and at the front door. But I continued to hear the boots walking around and pausing for a solid minute. Mm. I decided it wasn't going to help me not get murdered laying in bed, so I jumped out of bed, clicked on the light, and said hello in what I hoped was a very confident and irritated tone. Hold on, let me try that again. Hello? Yeah. Okay, now I sound like I'm trying to like audition for Seinfeld, and it's not working. You sound like me when I'm like not paying attention, and you just want us to order food. You're like, hello? hello? Tell me what the <laughs> just, fuck you want to eat. Just want a pizza. Uh, it sounds like Eva, you know, when Eva um, is like frustrated. I know. You guys aren't going to believe it. Sometimes Eva gets annoyed about things. It's hard to believe, but sometimes she does, because she spends a lot of time with us. But like, we'll be talking about something, and she'll go, hello? And it's honestly one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my I life. I love when Eva gets hello? fired up. It's so fun. <laughs> with like a you a hello you, you nailed it though that's exactly it's, how she it says like, it cracks me up because then i always laugh and then i feel bad because i'm like she's like annoyed about something but it makes me laugh oh you nailed it though that's exactly how she says it wow i'm gonna start calling you randomly and be like can you do the eva voice it's like <laughs> it's like the time when i called out the eek spelled ek and now we like can't unsee <laughs> oh it's eva. so it, it you did it perfectly <laughs> Oh, thank you. At least I won't be on Seinfeld, but if anyone needs me to play Eva. Can, can you say hello like she like this person did? Like Megan? Hello? Wait, you yeah. want me to say it like Eva or like this person? Say it like, read the sentence again, but say it like Eva. Okay, well, I'm trying to picture all the cats, so I'm already in character as Eva. <laughs> okay, Boots walk around. I don't know. I feel like Eva would just call us and be like, are you at my house? Please get out. <laughs> this is not what I need right now. Uh, Emma climbed in through the patio. <laughs> I can't think the fence is too tall. <laughs> <laughs> he climbed in. What? Who am I kidding? Oh boy. Okay. Um. Let's see. Staring out the door, boots walking around, pausing. Shouted hello in what I hoped was a very confident and irritated tone. I didn't see anyone, but the door, which I had definitely locked the day before, was unlocked. Mm. I walked around the little house, quickly checking under and behind everything, and made sure no one was there. I went to lock my door again after ensuring no one was in my house and decided to open the door and look outside to see if there were footprints in the snow. There mm. were none. Oh, oh my God. God. Anyway, you have to walk down a little stone path to get to my front door or hop the fence and none of the snow had been disturbed. Sure, I could have misremembered locking the door and simply hearing things playing tricks on my mind, but I'm very glad there is snow everywhere outside or I wouldn't be totally certain someone wasn't just in my house. Truly. I know, that would be very frightening. Uh, I know the sounds of the house well enough by now to know what I heard wasn't a usual sound, and I know I heard boots squeaking and footsteps. And the cats did too, which, by the way, always freaks me out, because they're not, you know, they don't have, I don't think, the imagination that we do to trick ourselves into thinking things. So I don't know what that was all about, but I'm going to go get some sage slash smudge sticks from the local metaphysical shop ASAP today. Anyways, if you end up happening to read this, thanks for reading. I hope you all are having a fantastic day, and I can't wait till live shows in person are a thing again. Mucho love to you all. Megan, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, First of all, now, so we'll bookend this conversation where I was judging her being up at 5.50 to now me being like, I love how with, like, 20 minutes after something happened, she was like, I got an email, and that's why we drank. Honestly, like, primo listener, like, just that's we could respect fan. you more and be so more thankful for you. And in the beginning, you were probably like, wow, they're dissing me hard without even like, 
having any information like, and you were right i've already gone through enough can't you see <laughs> my name is megan i've been through a lot no but truly uh wow and and also thank god nobody i mean thank god the snow was there to actually prove to you really that physically yeah. at least there was nobody there you should ask if uh and maybe you don't feel comfortable but if you do you should ask if they ever hear like the husband who died or somebody walking yeah. around, you know? I'd be like, this is really awkward, but has someone died in the place I'm staying? Because something's Well, she going said the husband there. died last summer. Oh, right, right. So oh my gosh. I just, wow. I wonder if anybody has like heard that before or, you know. Mm. Be like, well, homeboy's still here. Well, so he's busy, I guess. His shoes are wet. He needs help. Yeah, first of all, get a welcome mat. Not you, Megan, <laughs> like the guy. Um, Very rude. Wow. All right. This is from Haley. Haley, I don't know your pronouns, and this is a perfect example of why we should normalize pronouns so I would know how to refer to you. I'm going to call you Big H. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This is the the subject line. The man who is disappointed and watches me sleep. Uh Uh-oh. That sounds like Blaze probably every now and then. (laughs) Please stop snoring. You can't. You keep waking me up, and I'm so disappointed. Uh, All right. Uh, Big H says, Hi, Em and Christine. I recently started listening to your podcast from the very beginning, and I just we started... haven't yelled normalized pronouns at you yet, so I'm sorry we're shaming you. You um, don't know any. You you don't know any better because we didn't know any better yet either. So you're you're in the clear so far. You're in the clear. Uh, I just finished listener episode 13. I love your podcast, and it helps me get through my long days as an insurance agent. I'm only 18. And I'm on team milkshake, but I do enjoy a nice communion wine every Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a huge believer in the paranormal, but I do have a story that you might like. Also, I appreciate that, uh, Haley, in case you're wondering, we're reading this in 2021. So um, (laughs) if you're on episode 13, you may not hear this for a while. Um, Well, listener episode 13 would have been in 2018. So yeah, 2018. Jeez, that's three years ago now. You've got you've got a while, my friend. Oh my god. Um, I can't say for sure if this was or is paranormal, but I will say it only happens at my dad's house and never my mom's. This started happening two years ago. I would turn I would turn out my light and roll to my side and go to bed, and then as I was laying with my eyes closed, I'd hear someone come into my room, walk over to my bed, lean over, Mm-mm. and then whisper. Mm-mm. I am disappointed. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> Mom? <laughs> God? Who is it? <laughs> oh, no. What, the, what on earth? Oh, okay. I'm putting the pieces together because it's she said, your dad. they said communion wine. So uh, <laughs> they're probably Catholic. And that is just a, a, that's just a normal thing that happens to Catholics is we just have this guilt that, that builds in our minds. So I, I get it, Haley. You're not oh alone. Oh, my God. That, you know, it is interesting that it only happens at your dad's. I'm just going to say the, <laughs> the, the person with a more masculine voice um, is saying I'm disappointed in the corner. Also, yes, Catholics, so maybe it is Jesus Christ himself. It could be God, big old G. He's up there and he's Jesus disappointed in all of us. H Christ, H standing for Haley. Um, so let's figure out what happens now. Um, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> Uh, I would roll over. To, I'm sorry, I can't get over it. Like that's just the funniest it's ghost. The wildest thing I've <laughs> ever funniest. heard. Can you imagine if you are only haunted by someone who just is so disappointed with you? <laughs> it's 
it's like worse. It's like I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. It's like it's actually somehow worse. Like I'd it's rather like, have a demon be like, I'm gonna scratch your eyes out because at least that I know what to do with. But disappointed, like it's on me now. <laughs> it's it's like I don't even want it. Like I'd rather haunt someone else. Like we're both stuck in this. Yeah, I, I don't want to be here as much as you know. Exactly. I'm not proud. I don't get to go to like the ghost bar later and like brag about what's happening here. This isn't fun for me. Oh. All right. I would roll over to face the person who I thought was my dad, and there would be a, oh shit, there would be a man dressed in some old-timey decorated military uniform. <gasps> oh my god. Oh this my god. just beyond awful. Uh, I would freak out and jump back against my wall, but by the time I got my bearings, he'd be gone. <gasps> oh, Wow. The first few times I thought maybe it was a night terror, but it continues to happen. And this happened almost every night for two months. And it got to the point where I couldn't sleep. I didn't want to sleep anymore. Um, of course, why? I mean, you're filled with shame after two months. You're just so... <laughs> nothing's good enough. Nothing's good enough. Uh, at one point, there was even a lady in an old maid uniform that uh, when I was awake would enter my room and walk across the room and then exit through my wall. Oh, fuck. I told my mom about it, and she told me to pray. Okay. Catholic, okay. Catholic. I started praying about it, and the man went away. About <sighs> one year went by before I had my biggest encounter. Uh-oh. I hate I was that because a... it's like you prayed, and it went away, and then what is it, just building more energy? Like, if I'm yeah. going to pray, and it's just going to make it build more energy, I don't want to do that. I'd ra- I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I, I, I was asleep, and at about 3 a.m., of course... Uh, I woke up to someone walking in the room. I sat up and peered over my bed to see a boy sitting on my floor playing with some sort of stick toy. He was... That's fun. (laughs) He was... Maybe it's hoop and stick. I was just thinking. First, I thought Lincoln Logs, but hoop and stick. Well, I guess you you can't play with hoop and stick on the floor. Wait, that doesn't really matter, especially by yourself alone. Maybe it's like the stick with the ball in the cup. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. A lot of stick games out there. Well, pick apparently. up sticks. Pick up sticks. That's for That's sure. A right. stick. That's many <laughs> sticks. Um, by the way, have I, never mind. We'll get into that later. I was, <laughs> okay, tell me later. We talk about hoop and stick enough. We don't need to add. <laughs> I sat up and peered over my bed to see a boy sitting on the floor playing with some sort of stick toy. He was only wearing a leather flap, which goes along with these old spirits. He was only wearing a leather flap, which goes along with these old spirits. Usually, oh, so like maybe it matched like the aesthetic or time period of the other one. They all went shopping the same day and got matching outfits. They apparently. went to the outlet mall and uh, the the whatever leather store flaps for fifty percent off. Apparently, <laughs> prehistoric uh, uh, outfit <laughs> store. I don't know what it would be called. Usually, they disappear before I get to say anything or take a second look. But this time, he stayed. <gasps> I asked him why he was in my room and why he was bothering my family. I told him I was scared and he needed to leave me alone. He looked at me almost like he was processing what I had said. He grabbed his things and crawled under my bed. Oh, sorry. That was loud. Oh, my God. I remember jumping down, trying to see one more time, see him one more time. But since the day, I haven't seen or heard anything. Hopefully this made sense, but I've been wanting to share for a while. Also, I can't comment on anything present day from you guys as I'm only on episode. Oh, only on episode 53 now. Huh. Well, no, because it was listener oh. 13. Right, right, right. To 2018, Christine, I hope your 30-day no wine went well. <laughs> I'm sure it did not. 
but thank you. And M, I can't wait to hear about your clown days. Well, wait, this is adorable. This is precious. Where it's like, this we're, is so it's sweet. like that movie with Sandra Bullock in the mailbox. You just like writing to each other from different time periods. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> the Lake Forget House? The was that what it was called? Yeah. It, or wait, no. Isn't that a horror movie? <laughs> it was something like someone that. Someone in the yeah. past would stick letters in the mailbox for the fu- for someone in the future, and they, mm-hmm. would, they would write to each other. Then. Okay. This is precious. Also, hello, Geo and Blaze from Haley. Yeah, they're still here. Don't worry. They're still here. They're still kicking. Uh, wow. So let's keep in mind that the apparently there is a portal under your bed, and that's how these things okay. have well, spirits now have that been you climbing out that, we're all gonna keep it in mind um geez that's terrifying can you imagine looking even... a baby dead in the eyes a little boy dead in the eyes and saying you scare me and so he grabs his things and he grabs his sticks <laughs> crawls under the bed it sounds like a little tarzan with his leather flap and that's stick what toy. i was thinking because if it's like a military man an old lady i'm just trying to picture this leather flap situation um i mean tarzan had a leather flap right yeah i think so Look, it's really uncomfortable that like it first of all this this spirit or whatever understood you and then actually thank god was nice enough to leave but truly just crawled under your bed and you just never saw them again. Didn't but, leave through the proper exit I would argue, but No, but then also like apparently you had to tell this one you were scared for it to leave, but like would you have had to tell the military man you didn't like being shamed? Like what where is the line here? Because he that's had, a good point. He had no problem coming out and just talking trash to you. Yeah, I wonder if like she just felt more, or they—I don't know the pronouns, but Big H. I wonder if Big H just <laughs> poor Haley is like I wasn't there yet. Oh my god. Uh, I wonder if Haley didn't realize uh, or didn't feel comfortable as talking to the man, especially because it happened when they were sleeping. Also, so they I, were a kid and like a grown. That's what I mean. Man. Yeah, like yeah. like maybe it was like, oh, I see a kid. This is my chance to like say something. And by the way, they're across the room. I guess not like Ugh. hovering over your face, which would be a lot more intimidating. I also guess realistically, like the the man could have been saying he was disappointed in himself for how the war ended. I guess. Well, I assumed I don't know. it was the child's room, and the dad was kept saying that to the little boy, oh. and the little boy that was his room in the past or something, and he was playing in his room. Didn't even you know cross I mean? my mind. Wow. Wow. Maybe. I don't know, but you know, it sounds like something a parent would say to a child, not from personal experience. Ooh, that's <laughs> but, that's some goose cam right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it sounds like a scary man talking to his son in my in the in the stereotypical movie sense, you know. Well, now that makes me feel bad for the little boy too, because he just wanted a friend, and the the dad's like, "I'm disappointed." He's like, "I already only play with sticks, and Do I you only fucking mind? have a leather skirt. I don't even own a t-shirt or anything." It's like, I'm disappointed too. Like, do better. Like, get me a bike. <laughs> get get me a friend so I don't have to throw the hoop and stick myself and go catch. <laughs> <laughs> all right oh, thank boy. you big h we appreciate you that was great and i love that you're behind and you're gonna catch up and be like wait what and then we're gonna be three years ahead and who knows it'll be really chaotic but i can't wait <sighs> all right so let's see is this the last one this no. is the second to last this is your last one. Oh, oh, my last wait no you went first yeah but there's seven. Oh, oh oh sorry i always forget that that there's an extra okay eva cool. did a bonus one this time around i literally don't know how to count anything okay this is from uh okay 
let's see. Oh, Jay. They, them pronouns. Thank you, Jay. So it says, hello, I'm Christine. And all of, and that's why we drink family. My name is Jay. They, them. The one good thing out of the disgusting mess called the year 2020 <laughs> was that I discovered and binge listened to all the episodes during quarantine. Oh, oh thank you. Uh, so thank you so much for your amazing podcast. I decided it's time to share with y'all about some of the things I saw in as, a, as an assistant to a Christian pastor who sometimes <gasps> performs exorcisms. Get out of oh, here. Oh, my goodness. Sometimes during prayer or worship, some people will start manifesting or showing outward signs of possession in the form of guttural screaming, deep laughter. So this is like when, I guess, when you see like speaking tongues sort of is right. what my guess is. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Oh, well, finish. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, oh, are you reading ahead? I, uh, I, I only have it open, so I don't accidentally click on mine, but I I just glanced and saw different Do you remember when languages. I used to do that to you? And then one day you found out I was reading along with you and you got so mad that you made me shut the computer. <laughs> I promise I, I'm not reading along. No, but... no, I don't think you are. But I just was like, oh my God, I just remembered the time that I did that. And then I finally Well, because like... I would be like, I hadn't gotten to the good part yet. And you'd go, <gasps> and I'd be like, No, Christine. what would happen is I would say, it, it says is, not his. Or I would like correct oh. you as you spoke. It was like really fucking rude. Like, I was being a real asshole. Well, now no one knows how bad of a reader I am, at least. That's nice. It, so. <laughs> no, no. It was just me being like, it's because also I picked the story. So I think I already knew them anyway. So it was right, like right, back, right, right. way back when I was already prepared. Okay. Anyway, uh, let's see. Sorry. So deep laughter, contorting faces, speaking different languages. Of course, there are those who fake it for attention and those who are convinced they're possessed, but it's either their hypochondria or an actual illness. Mm. And then there's a third category. This is where it gets interesting and the reason exorcism movies don't get to me anymore. <gasps> oh, <laughs> these are now listed in bullet form, by the way, like a, um, oh, like a list. Oh, shit. Okay. Let's go. First on the list, I've seen a scrawny 13-year-old girl throw a full-grown man like he's a rag doll while growling, she is mine, and I am taking her tonight. Oh, <gasps> my Oh, my goodness. God. Okay. Oh, my God. Tell me that was the only bullet. <laughs> <laughs> the end. <laughs> no, there are, unfortunately, quite a few more. Uh, next up, a 68-year-old woman crawling straight for the exit on all fours, expertly weaving through the many people, chairs, and tables with her eyes closed. Are you what fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding what me? What is going on? Who? Why are we not making a documentary about this shit? Why are so many people crawling in these stories? We have elbows, el- elbow galore. alien. We've got that little kid <laughs> under the bed. We've got oh, this. Oh, you're right. This woman with her eyes are closed and yet she's just <laughs> weaving through everybody oh my god oh my god okay a young woman calmly predicting the exact moment the fuses would blow and the lights were going to go out fun fact one of our counselors later told us how he saw that woman's leg being pulled by something while she was laying down <gasps> what? oh no a middle-aged that. man mimicking my words as I was saying them to him as if we were both reading the same script at the same time. Ew. 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 Oh, my God. I have, like, goose cam on my neck. I don't like this. You know, being a baby is hard enough. You did not have to go through that <laughs> shit. Like, this is too what? much. This is too much. In the house of the Lord of all things. Oh, right. Well, maybe, goodness. maybe uh, I don't know, maybe a... Uh, I don't know. I'm glad you got out of there for many reasons, but... <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know that they did. Maybe they still work there. If you we have seen these things and you chose and you still to work stay there, there this that is, is not my fault. That is <laughs> <laughs> We don't approve of your life choices. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. A woman whose neck would inflate and deflate as if she were a frog. Okay. That Good night. strange. Oh, my God. I can't uh, already. I can't figure out which one I hate more. Agreed. Like, which one I would least like to see. I can't decide. Uh, 
A young girl who wouldn't let me touch her forehead or arms because the touch burned her and she would recoil and dodge every time even though her eyes were closed and even once dodged while I was behind her, meaning there was no way she could see me coming. Also, I love that they were just like, let me try and get her from behind. <laughs> grabbing like, her arms. Actively try to like just like touch her Poker. forehead. Specifically <laughs> the forehead. forehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Have you ever seen those people who seem to just flop or fall over when someone prays for them? I've seen at least five people who didn't fall, but instead instead ended up completely diagonal. I'm <gasps> saying Michael Jackson during smooth criminal oh, no. levels of diagonal. And Ew. no amount of pushing or pulling will help until they decide they're done. <gasps> okay. Good actually, night. I was just listening to Jim Harrell's campfire and a woman called in and said she was at a sleepover and her friend kept saying, like, I know how to talk to spirits or something. And she was, like, really freaked out. And the girl said, watch, and, like, was able to, like, lean her body all the way <gasps> forward and then, like, snapped out of it and, like, fell, basically. Oh, my God. It was, like, God. the same story. And I'd never heard that before, but it sounds really similar. That is horrific. I, it's horrific. I've never heard that before. And now, I swear to God, if I ever see that in my life, I will... I don't know. That really sounds like out. a horror movie that, like, it's, like, similar to crawling, like, something unnatural that, like, adults aren't supposed to be doing. It's so <laughs> unnatural. Oh, my God. Okay, just keep going. I want, okay, I want okay. out of this. Next, I want to next. crawl away like everyone else. <laughs> On your elbows. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lots of vomiting. It's almost always air. Like, no matter whether they just ate or not, it's always spit and air. Okay. Huh, Yucky. Okay. A man who seemed to have eyes behind the eyes. What? As Excuse in a second me? set of irises behind his own. Ew. Do you live in like a nuclear reactor? Because I feel like <laughs> like the frog lady. Are you from Chernobyl? Is that yeah. where you emailed us? Well, the, I mean, that's also creepy because if you're looking in, the, in their eyes, which are the windows to the soul, you can see and someone see else invading eyes. your soul. Ah. Mm. No, thank you. Um, and this is the last one of the bullets, M, so don't worry. Mm. Okay, it says... The most disgusting smells you can imagine suddenly appearing as soon as the demon begins to manifest. Oh, my God. So and now it says, moral of the story, please share. Uh, it says, just know that when you open a door, you don't get to decide which entity comes through. Don't mess with Ouija boards. Okay. Well, no, you don't need to call me out, Jay. <laughs> All right. Don't mess Ugh. with Ouija boards if you don't know what you're doing. Don't mess with witchcraft if you don't know what you're doing. Don't let anger or resentment fester in your heart. Don't make deals with shady creatures. That one I'll follow. Okay. I, I, That's resentment, fair. Uh, I don't know. I can't guarantee that. I'm a Gemini <laughs> with a, a lot, lot of feelings. Yeah. 13 was a tough year. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm carrying it well into the decades. Well, I'll work on it. Uh, the thing's already too long. Oh, no. This thing's already too long, but I just want to say thank you for your time and effort. And for all the laughs and scared, you are the scares. You are the highlight of my week. Wow, Jay. Wow. You thank are you. the highlight of my night terrors that will start wow. as of tonight. So thank you, Jay. That oh, my gosh, Jay. I hope that you are not having your own night terrors, but I guess you're not scared of horror movies anymore. So there's that bonus. Jay, can you write in again and please let us know how you sleep at night? Like, what the yeah. fuck? How, how do you, you sleep at night? How do you see Literally. that and then go like and then just like clock out and be like, oh, I got to go grab McDonald's. We're running late and I don't have time to make dinner tonight. Like, how do you <laughs> got to go walk the dog real quick? I mean, how do you be like, oh, anyway, can I take the day off tomorrow? I have to go like take care, like see my mom like. How do you just would, make other things normal after any that? Any shadow out of the corner of my eye, I'd be like, it's a woman with a frog neck crawling through the chairs. Like, I would, <laughs> oh I would like, build my imagination out of control Woo! if oh this my were God. my day to day. You've got to just, like, accept that you're going to be surrounded by demons all the time, right? I don't know. It's... I would get, I, I get, or I guess if you're, if you're working at a place that gets rid of them, maybe you feel safe, like. I guess. I, you know I, how to 
how to protect yourself maybe i don't know well i'm at a loss for words to be completely honest with you i don't have (sighs) an answer yikes thank you jay um this is from ashley who goes with who has she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns uh ashley's subject line is a cemetery manager and ghosts who slam doors Ooh, i love cemetery stories this says hi eva christine m and all various furry and fruity spooky friends Aww, I was looking for my first ever podcast to listen to this past December, and then that's why a drink jumped out at me. I know I'm late to this whole podcast thing. It took me three months of binging, but I'm finally caught up. Wow. So you're not even that late. You're ahead of the game, it sounds like. Yeah, it sounds like you're right on time. Uh, I've always had a love of all things spooky and weird. I currently manage two cemeteries in two small towns in Ontario. Oh, my God. She's <clears throat> Canadian. Oh, my God. I have done... Or helps with almost every job at a cemetery, from cutting grass to helping with burials, selling plots to arranging graveside services. My office is located on the larger of the two cemeteries where I mainly work alone. Because of where we are located and because Canadian winters, uh, we don't do any burials in the winter. That means we store the bodies over the winter in the storage vault un- located under my office. Oh, sure. That Casual. checks out. That checks out. <laughs> I'm often asked if it bothers me to have the bodies there while I work. My response is always, as long as they stay quiet, I don't have a problem with them. <laughs> and 99% of the time, they do stay quiet. Uh-oh. Yeah. In my 11 years working at the cemeteries, I have had only one paranormal type of experience. It's always where you most expect it. Nothing fucking happens. It blows my mind. Like, yeah, so wild. At the time, there was a radio in my office, but never listened to it. When I returned from lunch one day, the radio was on. Let me remind you, I work alone in the office and I was the only one with keys. Mm -hmm. And just to make it a little weirder, the radio was playing the station I had just been listening to in the car. Oh, that is weird. That's I don't really like that. weird. I don't like that because it means it followed you. It knew where you were. It had seen you in a car away from. It's like trying to like predict what you want to listen to. Or so. Yeah, it's creepy. Uh, when I was driving back to, uh, I was listening to it in the car when I was driving back to work. I walked up to the radio and reached out to shut it off and boop, it turned itself off before I could no. touch it. <laughs> they were like, fine, you don't like it? Jeez, I'll turn <laughs> it off. It's like, why are you approaching? I thought we were having fun in that car. You didn't know, but we were. <laughs> we were dancing. It was great. <laughs> This happened uh, over the winter when I had some people in the winter vault. My only (laughs) explanation is someone in the vault was unhappy that they had to wait until spring to be buried and decided to let me know they were there. I wonder what song it was. Yeah, I I always wonder if there was symbolism in it. I don't know. She's probably like, it was Katy Perry. There was not symbolism. Don't worry (laughs) about it. Or it was something really like grungy, like really angsty. Um, I personally believe cemeteries are not as haunted as people believe. They are way Agreed. more, there are way more places someone would have an attachment to than just the exactly. place where their body or ashes are buried. I, I always think, think so too. that because I'm like, I get that they're spooky, but like, what are they hanging around there for? Unless you're like going to visit or they, if anything, they were put to rest there. That's right? what I'm thinking. Or like, why would, if you had a problem on earth, like you didn't spend your time, I would assume, at the cemetery unless you had family there yeah. or something. You don't have memories attached to it that your soul would want to visit. Yeah. Your family or your friends probably aren't there 24-7. So. I've never been creeped out by... Okay, I guess I literally grew up in one, but I've never really been creeped out by cemeteries because I'm like, they're not here. I think they're like, I don't know, where they grew up or somewhere more important to them. When you were a kid, did you ever just like walk around the cemetery at night and not be freaked out? Oh, all the time. Yeah. We also had a black cat that would go in there. It was hilarious because he would just like, he would scare the crap out of people. I mean, it was like our cat, but they would like see him walk from behind a gravestone and people would 
freak out. So we spent a lot of time just watching him kind of scare the neighbors. But there's someone in Cincinnati who like has local lore about your cemetery. About like, <laughs> it's like there was this teenage girl who would drag her Ouija board in there, and then her <laughs> stepdad would make her throw it away, and she kept doing it. Yeah, that's me. So there are way more places someone would have an attachment than just the place where their body or ashes are buried, and the living do way weirder things at a cemetery than the dead. See Christine with like Ouija board. One t- like, I fully admit to that, yes. Uh, I've had many other ghostly experiences outside of the cemetery, and I'll quickly share one more story with you before leaving the rest for another time. Trying not to word vomit uh, all the spooky things at once so this email ends up being at least mildly coherent. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Um, one of my childhood homes was 100% haunted doors would swing open and shut by themselves all the time, mainly at night. And I once locked my bedroom door to try to stop the door from opening. I watched as my door unlocked itself, turning the knob and flung itself open again. Mm -mm. I get chills just thinking about it. Another time at this house, I had a bunch of books I had borrowed from the town library about ghosts, spiritualism, mediums, and the occult. And I had put them on my bed, the center of my bed, not near the edge. And while I was sitting across the room alone, the books flew off my bed (gasps) and into the door. I guess the ghost didn't like that I was trying to research them. Yeah. I don't I don't like that it like flew into the door almost like the door is where all this energy is happening. Yes. Yes, it like sucked it over or like yeah, ca- draw drew attention to it. Thanks for taking the time to read this uh, even if it doesn't make it on the episode. S- sending lemony citrus blessings, positive <laughs> owl hoots and whale noises your way. Wow. You really are caught up. <laughs> you are caught up. Stay awesome, Ashley. Ashley. Wow, what a story. I mean, the radio is spooky. The continuity of like walking into your office and the same songs playing on a radio you've never touched is not mm-hmm. good for me. It's not feeling nope. good for me. No. Um, I mean, it does make sense that occasionally maybe a spirit is like unhappy with the way they're not being put to rest. Like, I feel like that makes sense if you're in a holding phase or something. Yeah. It also makes sense to me that like they were probably just bored and you were the only person leaving the ground. And so they just followed you out of sheer boredom and heard the song and just wanted to keep rocking out with you. They were like, why did you turn that off? Yeah, it could, yeah. It could I thought be we were having a good time. <laughs> yeah. And then you turned it off again, by the way, which I feel like they probably didn't appreciate. <laughs> Wow, what a tale. These were good, Eva. I know that you're haunted well now, but it was worth it, in my opinion. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, that's that's all we got. That's that's all she wrote, and that's, that's all she read. All... And by she, I mean Eva. That's um, all they read. That's all we read. That's all H, H-bomb. No, what did you call them? <laughs> H-bomb. Big H. Big, <laughs> Big H. H. Oh, yikes. Okay, wrong, wrong name. Uh, thank you, everyone who listened. If you would like to submit your own stories, you can do that on our website, and, and that's why we drink.com at the contact, the contact tab. And, uh, yeah, uh, please send them in. We do a listener's episode at the first of every month. Uh, and that's why we will be really insane at our next listener's episode because it will be the day before our birthdays. Birthday (laughs) Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit caron.org slash lost.